Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. The Afterlight Institute is a community of teachers and students seeking to expand their spiritual gifts and their inner wisdom on the road to illuminating their forgotten selves. Offering online courses, in-person retreats, live events, online expositions, and more, the Afterlight Institute is a safe and inclusive space for all. To learn more, head to theafterlightinstitute.com. Grace here, host of the Afterlight podcast and the owner-operator of Lauren Grace Inspirations. And I'm live! (laughs) I gotta say, I feel a little bit nervous. It's been a long time since I've actually gone live here on Instagram, and I apologize for that. Uh, It's probably not even worth getting into. I just think that I sometimes put it in the too hard basket, and I don't actually... um, make the time. So I'm making the time, I'm starting new, and I'm really looking forward to uh, what this live video is going to bring. Today what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my spiritual journey and um, some recent developments as well. And then what I thought I would do as well is I would maybe do a couple of cards at the end. So if you have a question, just leave a little comment there and uh, I'll be sure to answer your question or pull a card to help get a little bit of clarity for you. Okay, so where I'm going with this is I have recently, I won't say I've come out of the spiritual closet necessarily because as the host of the Afterlight podcast, you already know me to be quite spiritual. I speak my truth on the show all the time. But one of my recent discoveries, I guess you could say, is that I also am a medium and a seer, a clairvoyant. And it's been a bit of a journey to put myself in the arena of admitting that, I guess, maybe admitting it's not really the right word, but uh, coming out and speaking about that publicly. And uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how I got there and whether or not, you know, I can help inspire you to also speak your truth and shine your light in the world. So I had a friend ask me the other day, she goes, how did you know that you could even do this? So I guess I'd like to go back a little bit and give you a bit of a background. So when I was a teenager, I started my spiritual journey when I was got my first tarot deck at the age of 13. And I really got into the concept of spirituality probably around that time. But I was always playing with fantasy um, in fantasy worlds and stuff when I was even younger than that. So I think it's always been something that I've been open-minded to. And I, when I was a teenager, I was really afraid of death, really, really, really afraid of dying. And somehow, I don't know actually how it happened. I got James Van Prog's book, Talking to Heaven, and that really changed my whole perception on what happens when we die and just getting that clarification or that confirmation is probably a better word that when we pass we don't actually pass you know we just basically shape shift so around that sort of period I also sometimes would get dreams of people who had passed over they would show up to me in my dreams and I would have sometimes the odd message that I would you know 
give to family and friends who were connected to that person. So that happened on a few different occasions in my teens. And then I was really into horror movies. So I watched a lot of scary movies, uh, which I won't even give you the titles now. <laughs> still sort of like creeps me out a little bit. But I watched a lot of scary movies and I kind of dabbled with my spirituality here and there. But I was I was really into my angel cards and I was really doing a lot of that sort of stuff still all through my 20s. But I never really spent a lot of time thinking much about connecting with spirit. I was, um, in terms of passed over loved ones, I was always just sort of connecting with angels and stuff, but always through the cards and I would pretty much always read the book. So if my friends would come over and we we're gonna do a reading, I would read the cards for them, but I would often read the book and put them in the right position. And I don't really remembering, remember actually interpreting the angel readings for myself until you know sort of the last six months so I was always reading the guidebook so fast forward to uh, present day I guess you could say uh, after taking a stint off and if you listen to the show you'll know that I took some some years off spirituality I started to uncover through the podcast actually that I'm actually empathic and um, and hello if you just started watching welcome so I started to discover that I was empathic and the way this showed up for me is that I would often like if someone told me a difficult story I would have a really hard time shaking it. If I was in a really good mood and then I'm spending time with somebody who's not I would all of a sudden not feel good and it really started to affect my energy and I started to understand oh, okay I am empathic. It was like this aha moment and I started to understand a bit about protecting and shielding my energy and understanding that uh, not everything that I'm feeling actually belongs to me. So if I'm having a good day, for example, and then all of a sudden I'm not, or I'm feeling down or something, it could be related to somebody I've just had a conversation with. So that was a big aha opener. So then I was interviewing a guest on the show and she mentioned to me when we were done recording, she said, hey, you know that empaths are very often mediums as well. And I went, oh, okay. And it sort of freaked me out, to be honest. I had always sort of seen shadows in my peripheral and I've always seen faces and things like from the elemental worlds. But, you know, the idea of connecting with a, a passed over loved one or a passed over soul really freaked me out. So I went, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's interesting. But it really f triggered me actually. And I kind of like put it into the, I'm not gonna even go there basket. So then I don't even know how it sort of happened. It's kind of like maybe a couple of months passed and I realized that I, I had a fear and the fear was of negative energy, negative energy, or of spirit that maybe I was gonna engage with, interact with, speak with, and I wasn't gonna be able to be powerful enough to shift them on, okay? So I connected with a Theta, T, a theta Healer Veronica McClintock, she's actually been on the show a few times as well. Amazing healer, by the way. And she went in and she pulled the program. So when you do Theta Healing, the idea is that you have these programs and some of them are from this lifetime. Some of them are from um, our ancestral line. Some of them are from past lives. So she actually went in and she removed the program of me being afraid of connecting with spirit. And she replaced it with um, programs that basically empowered me to feel like I, I could handle it 
So for example, I went and I did a business trip one time and I went into the hotel room, super clean, super nice, two story, cool loft, like really beautiful. And I went in and the energy was off. I just felt like I cannot stay here. There was so much um, pain and anger and fear in that room and it freaked me out. And so I talked to her about it and she said, well, when you feel comfortable, by the way, I didn't stay in that room. I went and I said, hey, can you please put me in a different room? And they said, well, we'll have to downgrade you. I didn't, that's fine by me. I will be downgraded and go into another room. Not a problem. So I did that. So then she recommended to me that I actually, when I feel comfortable, that I move them into the light and, and move them on. So what I did is in my imagination, I imagined moving them into the light and you know clearing a little bit of that space. So that's kind of another conversation. Um, when you go live, you don't always know like what order you're gonna say things. So needless to say, started getting more comfortable with talking to spirit, okay? With um, the idea that I could anyway do it. But I didn't, I didn't do it. I, I didn't, you know, spend time on that. I didn't really spend time intuitively looking at my cards either. I was always still using my cards and looking at the, the guidebook. And then a couple of months ago, I want to say it's in April. And this is shortly after I did the Art of Psychic Divination course with the Afterlight Institute taught by Hannah the Suburban Witch, which by the way, there's a deal on right now. So if you want to get $50 off that course, I recommend you go and check that out on the Institute or Hannah's um, socials. So I did that course and it started to teach me a little bit more about different divination tools. And I started to understand a bit more about clairaudience and clairsentience and things. So for example, I hear songs a lot, or sometimes I hear voices in my head from my own that sound like myself talking. So I might have a question, I might go for a drive and talk out loud about needing clarity on something and then being quiet and then the answers will pop into my, my head. Hannah explained to me that that was clear audience. So I started to go, oh, and I, so I slowly and surely started opening up to this world that I really never knew was there. And then I started to realize through that course as well that oh, whoa, I'm actually clairvoyant too. And clairvoyant for me shows up, um, I'm very good with my imagination. So I can see colors and I can see pictures and I very often spend a lot of time manifesting my reality, or the reality I'd like to attract through my imagination. So then I started to realize, oh, wait a minute, I can actually see stuff as well. And so for me, it, it was kind of like a slow progress, which has happened. And I, one thing I want to say is that until you kind of experience a clear audience or clairvoyance for yourself, it can be a little bit tricky to fully get. But the way that I explain it is that I'm looking at you, right? And I'm talking to you and we're having a conversation. I can hear you nodding. I can feel you nodding. And it's almost as though if I look up to the left, I can sometimes see pictures as well. So that's really what started to happen. It, it started to happen in terms of I was open to that happening. I like to say that I'm not on all the time. Um, I've opened up right now so that if I get any impressions or if you want a card reading or something like that, I can maybe get additional information for you. Um, but in general, it's not something that I really have paid attention and, and opened up to because as an empath especially, it's already overwhelming enough to feel a lot of energy, let alone also seeing stuff if I'm not prepared. So after I did that course and I started learning about all my different clairs, 
I started to realize, oh, wait a minute, you know, I can also feel energy and things like that. So then fast forward, I'm watching Tyler Henry's Netflix special and I'm, I've always been obsessed with watching other mediums do readings. I just think it's the coolest thing ever. And so I'm watching the Netflix special and I just felt intuitively, I just felt like, you know what? It's time. I can't deny this anymore. And when I saw the readings he was doing for people and the grief that they feel at losing their past over loved ones and some of them aren't sure about the afterlife they're at, or the afterlife as I like to call it or aren't sure about you know what happens or have things that they want to say you know all that stuff it just made me feel as though I want to be of service and I couldn't deny it anymore. And so what I did is I started to get mentorship training in mediumship. I've recently developed or joined a development circle as well. So I'm practicing all the time. I started doing so many free readings. And then eventually now it's like a service that I feel comfortable with offering. It's a service that I feel that I can do. So that's sort of the story on how it happened and how I got to where I am now. And um, I've had some really interesting experiences in terms of connecting with passed over souls and, um, you know, in the, in, obviously I want to be confidential and respect my clients' privacy. So some of the things that I can tell you though, is that, um, what happens sometimes is I will see in my mind's eye, my third eye, right? So this is me looking up to the left, rather, I think I said right earlier, up to the left. I can see sometimes there'll be a, um, a man standing there and I can describe what he's wearing and I can get glimpses of his personality. I'll start to say different things about him um, or her, depending on who I'm talking to. I had a, um, a grandmother come through for a client once and uh, she spoke a different language and it happened to be a language I under or, or I understood as well. So she was using all these words and really big um, mannerisms and it was so cool. So what happens is I sometimes see them and then sometimes I'll hear too, I'll hear them talking. So someone I read for recently, I started to realize that um, she had an accent. Well, I realized it right away, but I could hear there was an accent. And then I was trying to place, you know, what part of the world this accent might be from. And then it turns out that that person's grandmother had a heritage from that, um, that part of the world. So it was really cool. So that's what happens for me. Sometimes I'll see spirit. I'll describe them. I'll feel their personality. Sometimes I'll even start to act like them. So some personalities I'll connect with right away. They make me smile. Like I'm so excited. Some make me really timid. Like I'd like to bow and just be respectful and quiet. Some uh, spirit, this just like people. There's just exactly like, you know, getting to know different people. So some people I will connect or some souls I'll connect to and they'll be really timid. But then as time goes on, they'll show a little bit more of their personality. So then some of the things that I ask them about are, uh, you know, your different hobbies or your different interests or things that, you know, memories, for example. One reading that I did, well, this has actually happened to me numerous times. I, in my imagination, will step into the body of the person and it's almost that if I look down, I'm in a different body. It sounds totally insane to talk about, I know, but, um, and then sometimes I can see out their eyes. So I can see, you know, um, 
where they lived or I can see different views or I can um, even look down and see parts of their body for example what they're wearing um, one um, one person I read for I could see their shoes things like that it's just so neat and so and so that's another part of it and then sometimes as well I will get pictures or words so that listening and hearing is the clear audience part and I often will get songs so sometimes I'll get a song from someone and I'll go you know does this song make sense and then the person goes well I do theater and it's like a theatrical song right or um, you know maybe it'll be a song about a message that person wants and I'll, I'll tell them or sing them the lyrics and then it makes sense to them so sometimes things can come through like that sometimes I'll get words as well for example um, train or railroad and then find out the person used to work at a railroad track or um, horses horse racing and find out that person loved horse racing or what are some of the other things oh I had um, one one reading that I did where I had like a really vivid vivid color and I said I can't get past this color all I can do is I continue to see this color and it's super vivid and it turns out that person was Dean doing a DIY project with um, and the color was like a really prominent part of of that particular thing so it's just a cool I don't know it's it's just too amazing isn't it and I wanted to share that with you about how I sort of got started because it's also now a service that I'm offering so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to uh, do a bit of a card reading so I will do the angel answers deck here okay and I'm going to choose three cards so I want you to think of your question I'll shuffle these shuffle shuffle it's funny sometimes I can shuffle them forever until I feel like they're ready okay and I'm gonna lay them out so we're gonna have card number one card number two card number three I want you to think about your question and I want you to pick a number between one and three so pick number one pick number two pick number three okay cool so if you picked number one then the answer is within the next few weeks so that's this card here within the next few weeks so basically what this is about is you know you're looking for an answer you're looking for a little bit of guidance maybe you're looking for a new opportunity maybe you're looking to meet somebody new and this card is just really letting you know hey it's going to happen within the next few weeks but what happens is sometimes we want to control the outcome right sometimes we go I don't want to wait the next few weeks I want it to happen right now but spirit is in charge of timing because we don't always know when things are supposed to happen for us and when things are going to be unfolding in the right time so your particular job in this scenario is to chill out is to listen to your emotions if you are ever feeling anxiety or stress or down do not proceed in that direction or stop and pivot and rethink about you know whether there are some other options that you haven't explored yet 
within the next few weeks means you are on track but the really clear message here is you need to go with the flow okay abraham hicks's teachings are always talking about are you going upstream or downstream going downstream is going with the flow it's when you feel good it's when you feel light it's when things are happening naturally for you if you feel that you have to do an uphill battle and you're climbing and you're moving up and you're not getting anywhere that's you going upstream that means that you're not in flow and this will take longer to manifest okay card number two if this is you you chose number two the answer is reconsider. Reconsider. Sometimes that's such a bummer, you know, when you are thinking to yourself, oh, I really want blah, blah, blah. And then you get an indication that says reconsider. This is the thing. I remember I was doing a, um, I was actually reading from Colette Baron Reed's deck and there was a, a message in there that said, rejection is God's protection. And it really made me feel so much better about, well, the situation I was dealing with at the time but in essence, when we think that something is right for us, sometimes we're actually not clued in to all the goings on around us. Sometimes we think, oh, no, I really want that job or I really want that opportunity. But there's actually something better for you behind it. So this is a lot about faith. This is a lot about clarity and understanding what is it that you want, making sure that you're really clear. I always like to use the example that you don't go to the restaurant in the universe and say, hey, just give me something to eat. They want you to be specific. They want you to say, I want a pineapple pizza with blah, blah, blah on top, or I want a salad or, you know, whatever kind of food. You, you get my point here. The idea is that you want to be really clear about what it is that you want. And one of the things that I always say is um, for the highest good of all concerned. If you say for the highest good of all concerned, it basically means that you're taking care of the needs and the wants of everyone else involved in the situation. And that is really important and really key. So the answer for you, reconsider. So reconsider, look at the situation again from maybe a different point of view, put your foot off the, off the um, gas, take a moment, pivot. There might be something better for you to come. Just get really clear on what you want. Card number three, compromise. Uh, we don't like compromise. Compromise. Okay, so sometimes we're very clear on the things that we want, right? And sometimes we need to compromise. Sometimes we have to meet somebody halfway. Sometimes it can't always be our way or the highway. Sometimes we have to even meet spirit halfway. So for example, if you say, hey, I would like to have you know, million dollars, spirit might say, okay, no problem, but you have to start putting in some work. You have to go to that meeting. You have to, you know, take that class. You have to meditate every day. You have to eat well. You have to do all of these things in order to achieve your goal. That also works for situations. If you're dealing with somebody else, you may need to compromise and meet them halfway as well, because chances are, that's actually the right way of getting a solution in this scenario, as opposed to just wanting your own way. Um, when we compromise as well, what we're doing is we are hearing another person's point of view, or we're looking at the situation from another vantage point, and that allows us to actually come up with a compromise that really is for the highest good of all concerned. So if you chose number three, I want to see, I want you to look at how you can look at the situation in a new light how whether or not you can come to the table with maybe some amendments 
or some suggestions to meet the person halfway as well and honor their place in it. Okay, so that's all I wanted to talk to you about today. If you are wanting a, uh, a clairvoyant seer, a mediumship reading from me, all my links are in the, uh, in the bio. And uh, I would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks so much for being a, um, a listener of the podcast as well. I appreciate it. See ya. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.